You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. Well, hey. We're in the um, That'll Preach, That'll Preach month where we take movies that uh, have spoken to us somehow, some way. I was kind of hoping for Gladiator. You know what I mean? I mean, there's tyranny afoot, and I want to, like, take down the evil, you know. And, um, but all of us have moved at some point, some way, way, by some movie. Maybe Toy Story 3. Andy, Bonnie scene right at the end. Toys off. You can't, off. You can't shed a tear. You can't shed a tear. You can't shed a tear during that, man. I don't know. There's, we really need to pray for you. We got four kids, my wife and I, and um, so we've seen almost every animated movie on the planet. In fact, I've probably seen more animated movies than anything else. So for those of you who don't have kids or haven't seen this movie yet, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to have one or two. <laughs> In marriage, thank you, Pastor John. Thank you, Pastor John. Can we give it up one more time for John and Becky Heinrichs? Yeah. Thanks for staying in the fight, you guys, and never quitting. You guys are our heroes. And, you know, this isn't just our church. This is our campus. It's really our campus because of you two. We trust you and believe in you and honor to serve and feel safe here, feel like we can win and fight and go after big things and and it's because of you guys, and we love you. As a body, we all love you here. So, yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> okay, all right, let's get into this. Um, well, I landed on a movie, and it's an animated movie. And it's called Big Hero 6. Has anybody not seen Big Hero 6 yet? Okay, after this, you're going to want to see it. Trust me. I'll give us a little backstory. First of all, we don't understand how you haven't seen it, but that's okay. It's okay. We've all, you know. A <laughs> um, little bit of this story, it happens in the future in a city called San Fran, Tokyo. <laughs> okay. Hey, I like animated stuff, you know. And, it, and the hero is a kid. He's like 14. His name's Hiro Hamada. And uh, he's lost his parents. And he has an older brother that's a bit of a hero, and he's a uh, nerd. He's like a super ridiculous um, robotics engineer at 14. He's a prodigy. He's a freak. Um, that's one of the reasons I kind of like this movie is it's kind of an odd hero. It's not your traditional bravado hero. It's actually like all the heroes come out of this nerd school, this robotics school. And I don't know about you. We have four kids. and. Every so often, one of your kids is going to be different than the others. That's Jacob. He's our Marine. And he's not your typical Marine. He's not your typical, like, brawl fighter, beast, man of men that makes everything out of wood and leather. <laughs> oh, no. This is Jacob. It's Christmas. We have some new people over, and we thought this would be a great time to do like one of those simple icebreakers. 
let's go around and ask people what superpower they could have if they had one. You know, pretty simple, pretty safe. Not too threatening for anybody out there. I don't know about you, but I want super strength. You know what I mean? I'm going to punch through walls. Have you ever found there's always one creepy person that wants to be invisible? <laughs> that's super cute when you're six, but when you're 36, that's a little strange. So it goes around, and it's pretty calm and, you know, not too much creep, and it gets to Jacob. And we're expecting one of the normal things, but this is what comes out of Jacob's mouth. My superpower is I want to manipulate the laws of probability. I'm like, first of all, everybody at the table is uncomfortable now, which was not the purpose of this. But Jacob is one of those guys who's just smarter than you. Smarter than me for sure. And so I love this story because I find that God's heroes in this hour are unique. They're different. They're not cookie cutter. They're not just gladiators and maximuses. They're people that are shaped and engineered a little bit like you with your quirks and your uniqueness. And what I love about God is he's trying to pull the heroic out of us. So uh, this first scene, heroes not being that heroic. He's hiding behind technology that he's created that's allowing him to be super successful at bot fighting. But what I love about God is he's luring him into what he's engineered him for real for. So let's check out this first clip. Pretty serious about his career in bot fighting. Well, kind of serious. I can see why. With your bot, winning must come easy. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, if you like things easy, then my program isn't for you. We push the boundaries of robotics here. My students go on to shape the future. Nice to meet you, hero. Good luck with the bot fights. Not bad. You've done some serious coding on this thing, huh? Uh-huh. Programmed them with over 10,000 medical procedures. This chip is what makes Baymax Baymax. Final? Yeah, going for a non-threatening, huggable kind of thing. Looks like a walking marshmallow. No offense. I am a robot. I cannot be offended. Hyperspectral cameras? Yep. Huh. Titanium skeleton. Carbon fiber. Right. Even lighter. Killer actuators. Where did you get those? I machined them right here in-house. Really? Yep. He can lift a thousand pounds. Shut up. You have been a... Let's go. So, you also uh, got introduced to Baymax, and Baymax was created by Hero's older brother, um, who ends up dying in the movie. 
And um, that's one of the things that Hero really has to process through is the loss of his brother. And the loss of his brother kind of sends him into hiding. Okay, but what I loved about this scene was he was already hiding behind his gifts and his strengths and his abilities, but he was underutilizing them in bot fighting. But what I love is when a leader comes along and says, we push the boundaries of what you're good at. If you like things easy, our program's not for you. Let me say that about Awaken. <laughs> if you like things easy and you're looking for easy, this church is not for you. But if you want to push the boundaries on Christianity and being impactful and being purposeful and, and, and becoming everything you were created to be, you're, you're in the right place. Yes. Um, but anyway, he goes through loss. And what I've discovered about being heroic, and I'm going to get into the, the four points that I believe that God wants to bring out of us so that we can be heroic, is the first thing that all heroic people have hiding places. And I'm going to start um, in the book of Judges, chapter 6, and I want you to read with me real quick. It says the Midianites, now this is the story of Gideon. Remember Gideon, who they found hiding in a wine press? There was a reason he was hiding, and it's because the Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. A couple of critical things to understand about your history and your biblical history is that the Midianites were persecuting the Israelites, not in Midian, in Israel. They were encroaching on Israel's territory. They were in Israel's country and in Israel's land. They were pushing the boundaries of what should have been the rights of the Israelites. They were taking them away. Sound familiar? Things happening in America being taken from us that put heroes into hiding. Trying to still make a living, trying to still get by, but just trying to not cause a ruckus. Anybody with me? But one of the first things that we need to understand about being heroic is there's a time where you got to come out of hiding. And God will come and call you out of your hiding places. You know, Gideon wasn't the only one. Look at Queen Esther. Remember her? Brought into the kingdom because of her beauty. But you know, she could have stayed safe hiding behind her beauty. But to be heroic, you need to come out of hiding and not hide out of, behind your beauty, but come into your fight. Her whole lineage of her nation and her people was under threat. She might have been able to survive. But is it really about your survival? Or is it about your and I responsibility to take our place in the day and the hour we've been set? Success is not survival. Success is responding to the hour. It's a heroic hour. But we got to come out of our heroic hiding places. How about Nehemiah? Remember him? Had a pretty cush job in high society, taking care of the king. He was the, he was the cup bearer. A little bit of wine, a little bit of vino. You know what I mean? 
Life wasn't that bad for him. He was safe. He was secure. But you see, God had a plan for him that required him to come out of what he was hiding behind. Some of us aren't just hiding in a difficult place or a location. Some of us are hiding behind an easy job. Comfort, convenience. God will always call you out of comfort and convenience. In fact, the enemy of heroic is not the devil. It's comfort and convenience. <laughs> okay, we got to keep moving here. Um, so once God calls you out of hiding, he wants to help us understand our heroic engineering. It's funny, I, uh, we had John Soriano in here in the 830 service, and one of the things I love about John Soriano is not just he's super generous. I think he gave 10 grand at our Emerge, can't remember that. He just said, you know what, I'm prospering, and I feel like I need to connect my prosperity to purpose but what I love is it didn't deteriorate or, or undermine his love for fast cars. <laughs> and he just got the new Tesla Plaid. I don't know if you don't know anything about the Plaid. Does 1.9, 60 seconds in 1.9. The thing is fierce. And you know, when Elon Musk built or had his team engineer the Tesla Plaid, it wasn't to go slow. There's nothing that will frustrate an engineer more than the underutilization of what he's built. And I'm going to tell you something about God right now in the hour we're in. He's built you and I to do things, to be powerful. There's all kind of features and mechanisms that he's built into us, and he's intended for us to bring them out. One of the greatest things you can ever do to glorify God is to fulfill the potential he's wired you to be. One of the things that creates, you know, Jesus didn't just come to forgive us. He came to restore our engineering, to bring us back. Remember, you were made in the image of God. You were created to be exceptional, to be remarkable, and to be powerful. And this is what I love about this movie because um, Hero's brother makes Baymax to be this exceptional healthcare provider. He's got thousands and thousands of healthcare um, wired into him. But when Hero meets him, Hero turns him into a fighter and he, puts, he adds another chip and he makes him more than just a healthcare professional. He makes him like pretty ridiculously powerfully, powerful and strong. I believe Baymax is a picture of today's church. It's not enough for us to be an ooey-gooey marshmallow that's huggable and lovable, okay? God is trying to engineer his church to have a fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you, though, but anytime I get into a fight... Sometimes I start hating who I'm fighting. Let's check out this next clip and see what can happen when the fight gets rough. Professor Callahan? 
The explosion. You died. No. I had your microbots. Tanashi, just let him die. Give me the mask, hero. He went in there to save you. That was his mistake. Baymax, destroy. My programming prevents me from injuring a human being. Not anymore. Hero, this is not what... Pretty intense, huh? Anybody want to go watch Little Big Hero 6 now? Not just for your kids. Yes, God wired us to fight and war. But I don't know about you, the fight wears on me sometimes. And I'm tempted to take out my original programming that was created to love and fix and restore. Listen, it's not enough for me to only love and fix and restore. I have to fight. But I can't become just a machine that only fights and forgets how to love. And I feel like the fight that we are in right now, in our nation, for our nation, in our, it's, it's brutal. It's real. It's disappointing. The people that we thought were our heroes are the ones letting us down. And we want to destroy. But that's dangerous. God needs to get us back to not away from fighting. It's not either or. Both chips in your heart functioning together. Created to serve, created to love, but built to fight. That's your engineering, and that's my engineering. I'll prove it to you in Ephesians 2.10. Let's go. You and I... We are his workmanship, his engineering, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we would walk in them. Let's get back to our, our engineering. God wired us for this hour. Like John said when he was praying that, yeah, he's not surprised with how dark it is out there. He's not like, shoot, it's darker than I thought. He's like, no, arise, shine. I engineered you to be light. Arise and shine. Take your place in culture. Amen? Amen. Being heroic, I've discovered, takes me down a road where I don't like who I've become. And I need heroic restoration. Anybody with me? Have you ever found yourself saying things that just aren't even you anymore? But you're so caught up in the fight and in the, the especially a season like this, the fatigue that you've kind of lost yourself. You said something, it's like, oh, God, can I get that back? What I found about God, look, look at Hero as a good guy with good intentions, but now he wants to kill somebody. Listen, all of us, have the ability to want to kill somebody. <laughs> but let me tell you something about God that I love is even in our worst state, when we're really over the line and for whatever reason, we've kind of lost our chip. He wants to bring us back and has the power 
to bring us back. Let me read real quick out of uh, 2 Samuel 14. This is David. Remember David? He was serving God. He got off track too, just like you and I can get. And things started to spiral out of control to where all of a sudden one of his sons rapes the sister of one of his other sons, and then that son kills the brother who took advantage of his sister. It's like real life stuff, like craziness, you know? But what I love is God's not, ugh. Anytime your life gets crazy, God's like, let me in. Let me in. Let, let me, because I can bring you back to your original intent. And this is what it says. All our lives are like water spilled out on the ground, which cannot be gathered up, so it seems. But God does not just sweep broken lives away. He constantly devises ways to bring you and I. Come on, you and I know how far we've gone sometimes in our crazy thoughts and in our crazy disappointments. We've allowed ourselves to really think crazy things. God is trying to bring you back. Sometimes the craziest people in the world who thought the craziest things are the very ones God's restoring back into what he can use them for. Amen? Let's flip this last script or this last uh, clip. Your blood pressure is elevated. You appear to be distressed. I'm fine. There, is, is it working? My sensor is operational. Good. Then let's get... What? Are you going to remove my healthcare chip? Yes. Open. My purpose is to heal the sick and injured. Baymax, open your access port. Do you want me to terminate Professor Callahan? Just open. Will terminating Professor Callahan improve your emotional state? Yes. No, I don't know. Open your access. Is this what Tadashi wanted? It doesn't matter. Tadashi programmed me to aid in... Tadashi's gone! Tadashi's gone. Tadashi is here. No, he's not here. Tadashi is here. This is Tadashi Hamada. And this is the first test of my robotics project. Hello. I know. <laughs> not your average cartoon now, is it? Some of you were judging me. It's okay. It's okay. I got my chip back. I'm good. I'm got no bitterness. <laughs> How good is God, though? Even when you're fighting, you're fighting with everything you have, he's working to bring you back. Even when you're the person who's causing the most problem, in your own world. So listen, normally, this is how it works for me, somebody sets me off, something injures me, something disappoints me, something frustrates me, something breaks my heart. Somebody I had counted on, like Professor Callahan, who actually had been a hero to hero, now becomes the greatest disappointment and the one responsible for injuring and taking his brother's life. 
See, what happens is life, life sets you up, and then you get in the way, and you let bitterness and pride and judgment begin to govern your life. But God is drawing us back out of that to use and shape the injury to make us obsessed. And I want to talk about heroic obsession. That's the fourth point. Heroic obsession, and most of us misunderstand obsession. It's similar to passion, but obsession is passion that has been purified by pain. That means you were passionate about something, but life or circumstances took you out. You lost your passion. You lost your appetite to fight. You lost your desire to work. You lost whatever it was that you were passionate about because of pain. But what God does is he uses pain to purify passion and turn it into a heroic obsession. And that's where we are, and that's how we're going to land this plane. Can I have us all stand? I think all of us can find ourselves somewhere in this heroic journey. Some of us are hiding, have been hiding, know we're being called out of hiding. If that's you, great. Every hero has to get called out of hiding eventually. And to be honest, every hero kind of wants to hide. Heroes don't just want to fight all the time. And we're in an hour right now where I really don't want to fight anymore. I'm tired of fighting. Anybody with me, you're just a little bit wore out. Here's the problem, though. This hour demands a fight. I can't afford to be tired but I'm tired. So I have to exchange my hiding places for his strength. Come on, maybe you're here and you just need to rediscover your engineering. Actually wired to do great things for God. Right now where you are, both corporately as part of Awaken, but also individually where you're set and where you're placed. Or maybe you need restoration somewhere along the way, like who's in. Life was unfair, but you got to let God restore you. No one can restore broken things like God. No one. He's the master restorer, and he's after you and I. And you know what I love about him? He's after the really disappointing things. That's what he's after. I feel it. And then finally, he wants to restore us back into obsession. Why don't you follow me here? Let's all agree. Does anybody want to be heroic in the hour we're in? Come on, you're in the right place. You're in the right church. This is the right God. The first hero. Repeat after me, and then I'm going to pass this back to Pastor John. Follow me here, though. Father God. I realize you created me to be heroic in spite of my less than heroic life. I exchange it, though, for what you engineered me to be. 
I allow you to call me out of my hiding places, my safe places, and call me into your will where your grace abounds. Engineer me to do your will. Bring me back into what you put me here for. Both the giftings and the fight. I want them both. Restore me where I've gotten off track. I realize that I have. I will again. But I come to you to restore my heart and my motives. And finally, restore my obsession. My heroic obsession to do the right things right now in this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.